Hey everyone, welcome to our seventh ever episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. I'm your host, Squiggy, and I'm joined as usual by Cerezo and Laura. Hello, you two fantastical people. That's not what you were saying before this podcast started recording. Fantastical. What's up? Sorry. Got to put on a show for everyone. Yeah. How are you, how are you both on this lovely day? Um, <laughs> I hate it when you ask this because it's like, is it the honest answer or is it the showbiz <laughs> answer? I'll go with the showbiz answer and say smash it. Everything's great, Squiggy. Every, like, life's good. Everything is awesome. Yeah, I thought he was going for a copyright strike. I thought thought as well. Yeah, I was waiting for that. No. No? Okay. Well, we don't want to get too far. Everything's great, not all. Right, do you get the Everything is acceptable. Yeah, do you get the reference, though, Slay, though? Yes, Laura, I have seen the Lego movie. Just wanted to check. That's that's good. But but this is not a movie, and this is not a movie. This is not a podcast (laughs) about movies. This is not (laughs) a movie about podcasts, either. I mean, it's just the three of you. (laughs) (laughs) This is... The Lagging Behind podcast comes to you. We come to you every tu- every other Tuesday on all podcast services. Apart from that, apart from that one podcast where I forgot what week, what month, and what day it was, and didn't realize that it wasn't. Well, yeah, let's not talk about that. But it's up. It's there. It's even better when he like hangs us to get it done earlier, so he has more time to edit and get it ready, and then just. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's you know what? The weird thing about it. Like we recorded it on, I think, a Saturday. And obviously, we had I had then like two weeks to edit it, and it didn't feel like t- it didn't feel like it had been two weeks. It literally felt like it had been a week, and I was like, "Right, I'll do it now." And then next thing I know, it's like, "Squeaky, the podcast isn't live." And I'm like, "Yeah, next week." And then I like check all my dates, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that should have gone only, out." Yes, I only noticed yeah. when I was like just like getting my podcast description. I was like, "Oh yeah, there's the new episode of the other podcast I'm in." Where's lagging behind gone? Well, <laughs> like, like our name, we are lagging behind. We lagged behind, yeah. There you go. Squiggy was living the gimmick. I respect. Yeah, uh, I don't know what, I don't know where I was. It's but anyway, generally, generally, we come to you every two weeks, every on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. We are also on Twitter at Behind Lagging. So it's a new, it's a new episode. It's been two weeks. It's probably actually been a bit longer because obviously I didn't edit that on time. So it's probably a good time to talk about what we've been playing over the past few weeks. Um, Slezo, as usual, you are top of my list. Oh, so take it away. I'll go first, considering I think you two share the big game and I don't. So, Pretty much, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go first. Um, I have... So first and foremost, I've been playing Ori, but I won't talk about that much here because we've got a whole episode dedicated to that down the line. But uh, if people want to know how far through I am, probably about two-thirds, a bit past that. I've done like five of the six essential things according to the menu. So, are you enjoying uh, it? Wait and see. Uh, I just wanted a quick one. Like, are you enjoying so far? Uh, it's, it's interesting. It has some very interesting mechanics, systems in play that I've not really seen elsewhere. But again, I'll like for both okay. better and worse, but I'll go into detail on that another time. Okay. So in terms of other stuff I've been playing, uh, the first part of the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC dropped, so I played through all of the Isle of Armor. Uh, it's it's interesting, but also kind of weird. Like, it's fun. I always love having new Pokemon content to play. It uh, it adds in a bunch of uh, old Pokemon for the people who are complaining about national decks. I think there's like another hundred Pokemon have been added. Although you do then get into the weird situation that you'll be going through the wild, you'll see, say, a Baneri, and at which point I have to stare at it go, I can't remember if I caught that. Open up the Pokedex, check the Pokedex, go, nope, didn't catch Baneri. And then, because I'm so hilariously overleveled, just throw a Pokeball at it and boom, I've caught it. Which is actually one of the weird things. They said there was going to be level scaling in here, but it only it only scales in the same way the main game does, so it only scales up to 60. So if you've, say, beaten the game, like I imagine most people playing it have, you'll you'll be hilariously overleveled and steamroll your way through everything. But it's fun. Um, the Isle itself is kind of like Wild Area 2.0. So it's a lot more interesting because there's a lot more variety in the environments. And the, it's not just big open field. You've got some forests and deserts, some like hidden caves and passages and that. Some little neat things to discover. So it kind of rewards exploration a lot more than the original Wild Area did. Uh, the story is kind of fun. You meet a couple of new characters. The new rivals are kind of cool because they're sort of arrogant dickweeds, although they get nicer as it goes on. Uh, you, you, the dojo. There's a couple who run the dojo called Honey and Mustard, which is hilarious. Good old Nintendo naming. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's fun. It's just weird that it's 
like if this was content that you played at the same time as the main game as like a side area or bonus area or even part of the main adventure if it was like oh you go here and say you do two or one gym here then it would be perfectly fine because obviously that matching with all the scaling and everything it would feel part of an actual adventure the pokemon you get awarded at level 10 would make a lot more sense because you could train them up as part of the journey but um most people are going to be playing this having beaten the main game especially as you can't buy them separately like this in the second expansion and as like a meta game thing it's just weird like the scaling means it just kind of feels very out of place and it also has one other weird thing where it gives you so one of the feature pokemon the new pokemon is cub fu which is like the the kung fu teddy bear essentially so you get him at level 10 and it's like oh yeah go bond with him go travel across the island see some sights raise your friendship to max and it's like oh now you can pick one of two styles for evolving him into his final form like yeah this will be this will be cool and he's like, and you get there and like, are you sure you want to pick this one? It's like, once you've chosen one, that's it. And like, yeah. Like, so just have not be the only one you party because we've got to do a series of trials. And like, yeah. And now you need to be level 70 or so, which is like a raise of 60 levels, which is, there's no need. And it also makes no sense if you've implemented scaling to now not implement it here. And all it is is a series of five 1v1 battles anyway. So it's not even that, like it's interesting fights when you do it. So yeah, if you, if you, are, if you like Pokemon for the battling, then this not great if you like it for the competitive bat lane sure it's fine you've got more move tutors and there's an item now which means you can uh, gigantamax whichever pokemon you want which is cool but y yeah if you if you like playing pokemon more for the story and the fights this yeah, at the moment not worth the price of entry but again because you can't buy them separately maybe it will be when you take into account frozen tundra whenever that launches uh so yeah that was the main thing i've played for the past uh, couple of weeks i also um have played a little bit of Helltaker, well, I say a little bit. You can beat Helltaker in like one to two hours, which is kind of so it's very short. Like I 100%ed it in that time. Uh, but it's really kind of stylish. You're essentially, you're essentially playing a Johnny Bravo type who goes around doing block pushing puzzles to win over a harm of demon girls. It's dumb, it's fun, the art's great, the writing's great, it's got so much style and flair, the soundtrack's cool, it's free. So yeah it's it's good fun i do highly recommend it to anyone who um if you ever played a block puzzle pushing puzzle game or you just want to see some cool art and music and that for an hour or two go for it the final puzzle is cool what console is it on or is it on steam. pc it's on steam. steam all right so yeah and it's free so why wouldn't you and My i can't see number. it i can't see it being uh it's it's not something that's going to attach your system like it's it's all 2d so yeah you always say that and then you seem shocked about my system yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's it's good fun some of the later levels and puzzles are a bit head scratchy but hey it's fine and as i say it's really short anyway i think there's only like eight levels total and it also lets you kind of jump around so if you get frustrated level you can just skip it and go to the next one and then the other thing yeah and then the other thing which i've only really played in the last day or two because i got into the closed beta for genshin impact which is uh, if you've seen anything it's a very anime looking i thought mmo it was going to be but weirdly, it's more like Breath of the Wild. It feels like a very anime-skinned Breath of the Wild, which is like, oh, I didn't see this coming. But um, I'm having good fun with that. The story's pretty, yeah, so far. But uh, I mean, like, there's the whole cooking mechanics there. The stamina mechanics are there. You get a hang glider very early on, just like Breath of the Wild. It's, like, eerily similar in some regards. Uh, it's because it's close beta. It's got a few issues with, like, performance and... Some of the UI on the menus is really weird that you have to use your left stick. And if you use your D-pad, that does something completely different, which is just weird for menu navigation. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I need to play a bit more. I've only put about an hour or so in so far, so I can't really comment on how the combat kind of evolves or, and such. Uh, it's interesting that you're only one party member at a time and then you can swap out between other people you've met on your journey. So it'll be interesting to see if that plays into strategies later on. But yeah, I've only played an hour, but I've enjoyed it so far. So... Uh, I'd say check it out, but it's closed beta, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I, I need to play some more this weekend if I get the chance. How long is the beta run for? Is it just is no it limited time, or is it? Couldn't tell you. Not an idea. Oh well. I just I just know they went. It's. I didn't even think it was live when I opened it the first time. I thought I was just going to update everything and have it ready to go. And then I joined into the game. It's like, oh, guess it's guess it's going. Got it. Cool. Guess we're going to do this now. Pretty much. So, yeah. <laughs> is that everything right. from you? Or is that's no that's more that's games? it for me. Those those three and Ori. So there you go. Laura, do you want to take it away? Yes, sure. I've been playing FIFA. That is the end of my story. <laughs> um no, I've done FIFA Pro Clubs. 
I've actually started Ultimate Team. That's new. I don't, I don't think I was doing Ultimate Team and being sucked in by EA's marketing scheme last time I was here. I got some pretty cool cards, and now I'm addicted to building the perfect Premier League team. Just in time for it to be banned. Yes. I mean, that's a thing. <laughs> that might be a thing. Stop it. Um, but, I mean, it's also not just that. I Doing it now at the, like, the... I wouldn't say it's the end of FIFA's life cycle, but I know, obviously, in September, it's like we're in the... The f- we're closer to the end of this FIFA. Yeah, I was I was going to say you're getting into it now, just as the new FIFA is like going to start its marketing yeah. campaign. Basically, that I mean, based on how little they showed it, um, the EA thing they did. Uh, who knows? I might not even get it at launch. You don't you'll, know. You'll get it at launch. Right, that's called peer pressure, Squiggy, and I've been told to say no. There's <laughs> and, no um, peer pressure there, but you will have it at launch. I mean, that sounds like you're buying it for me now, which nope, I'm taking. I'm not doing this, that well, this this audio says otherwise. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I hate this FIFA. I've said this before. I still think it's tackling. It's probably the worst tackling I've ever played in a football game. And I'm even saying that to like World Cup 98 on the N64 that I have memories of, that the tackling was better in that than it is in this. Um, yeah. So I've been playing a game for no fun, apparently. But that, I mean, I did get joy when I got... Yeah, I did get joy when I got a special card. It no, it, it tricked me. This is why loot boxes are evil. But I haven't spent any real... I haven't spent any real money, I should point that out. As a kid who plays and keeps up with multiple gachas, I can relate to playing a game and it's not that fun at times. So Not yeah. that fun. Not that fun. <laughs> I was literally dominating this guy the other day. I mean, that sounds wrong. But online, playing it, and I was ripping him apart. Ripping him apart. But he, um, and I couldn't just score. You know, like, you hit the post, squeaky nose. You hit the goalie was making saves that I've never seen my goalie make. No. no. Uh, don't lie to me. I've, no. I've got audio clips. Anyway, and then he goes up the other end with his fancy ass Neymar and just like boom, one shot, goal. And then he's like, in, in like another t- 30 minutes into the game. What a fucking ridiculous, sorry, ridiculous shot. I won't swear. Goal, Neymar. I was just like, you know what? I hate this game. Scripted. Which mode was this in? Was this Ultimate Team? Ultimate Team Online, yeah. Now you see if you paid money. If you pay and money, had, you and, and, and I don't, had Ronaldo. To be fair, I will say no, this. No, 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 no. I haven't paid money. <laughs> all my life savings. I won a competition with Game once to get one million coins, and I ended up having Gareth Bale and stuff like that. That was cool. That year, I was really into Ultimate Team because I won that. Wow. So if Looking Game, I mean, no, that's that's fair. Yeah, if like, Game I can imagine running... if you're allowed to like have a fun start, it's probably more fun. Yeah. If game could like I don't know do them competitions again and just see me win it every time, grand. Or if game want to hook us up with some uh, FIFA points. If game were willing to you know slip me a free copy of FIFA, even I'll give it a try. Oh my god! Actually, you know what? I, that would be a kickstart. I want this podcast to be successful now, just so Slazer has to play FIFA. Kickstart it. Slazer plays FIFA. The dream. I would love to see that. We could play pro clubs with them. Oh god! Well, you know, they've, t- the... they've taken the story out now. So yeah, that's yeah. journey. You, uh, to be honest, I, went, I would say I wouldn't put it past them to add it back. But um, this year they, they did street football. Volta. Yeah, Volta. New, played... I know Volta that... was the one this year because the yeah. whole E three from last year where they're like, oh, if you haven't played Volta, it's the heart and soul of football. Yeah, it was awful. It has it's been so, awful. Yeah, it's so bad. And the fact is, it's in the confirmed stuff that they're showing off the next one. Volta's staying as a mode, which is. I don't know. That's impressive know. considering it wasn't women's football added at one point and then just it jumped. Is. No, no, women's football stayed women's in there. Women's football still there. Oh, okay. They just okay. haven't done anything to it. You Every year you have the same trophy of play a women's match. Yeah. Jesus. Every year I play one women's match because they, ha- they, had they the women's. They had the Women's World Cup in, didn't they? Or yeah. The Euros, whichever one it was. But then they've done nothing since then. Like they they've, done, they've not like advanced it on anyway, like well, they do with the men's game. Well, apart from the fact, I will say this. I was having this conversation every day and you did say, what was I playing? And most of my FIFA time was spent on pro clubs. Pro clubs has not been touched for like six years, I swear to God. That's why when I play it, I feel nostalgic because it's the same way I left it when we were regularly playing it. Yeah, it's no different. That's that's why if you were decent back then, you can still be decent now because the, like, the whole like mechanics of it haven't changed at all. It's just the same. Honestly, yeah. it's depressing, but also like nostalgia. It's like I said, the, the, it's like um, when people say you just buy things off nostalgia. Honestly, Pro Club FIFA. I'm just like, this is what it is. It's never going to get well, better. That's the thing. You have to worse. treat you have to treat those games more as like a yearly subscription than you do necessarily like a brand new spanking release because it's more just incremental updates than revolutionary new features across the board. I'm that's all I've played, so I can't even lie and say I've played anything else. <laughs> so I'll I'll go then. Uh, I've played FIFA. 
pretty much I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go any further than that. I have played FIFA with Laura. Um been playing Warzone again, the season four updates dropped. Um they were interesting. Um because I don't know, you have you've only played what, the one game Slazer, haven't you? That's what well, I game? played the game with you, Squiggy, and that was a, like the only game, yeah. So like do you I, know how you can uninstalled buy... and freed up that hundred gig. Oh wow. Do you know how you can like buy people back? Like in Apex, you yes. pick up the tags and take them to the, buy, the drop station or whatever. Yes. So in Warzone, you've got to get the cash to buy people back from the buy stations. Yes. And with this new update, they've added like random flash sales will happen. I've only had it happen <laughs> twice during the game. And it's really good though, because it makes buying back people free. So when I was playing a couple of days ago, um, I was the only one alive in my team of three. And I was trying to get loads of money to buy them back because it's 4,500 each. So I yeah. needed nine grand. I had nowhere near it. And then literally I get to a buy station. It's like, flash sale. So like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Hang on, hang on. So you've got flash sales in there now. So that'll lengthen the game when you get more people back. But isn't it also now up to 200 people? Yeah, that's just been added, 200 people. So these, these games will never end. I know. To, to be honest, I think they've... I don't know what they've done, but I don't see... Be, well, it might be because I'm not lasting very long anymore. But the games don't seem to be that long. Okay. But there's, there's been games where we have played where we've literally like, this game's gone on for half an hour. And we're still in like the last 15 teams or something like that. It's just, I think it just depends. Like, I think it depends more on the circle as well. If the circle's right yeah. in the middle of the map, then the game will last a bit longer. Whereas if the circle's just sort of in one corner, you've only got like, what, a quarter of the map, an eighth of the map for everyone to drop on and fight. So it's a bit. But yeah, I'm still enjoying that. I'm, I don't think I'm as addicted to it as I was. I think I've weaned myself away from it a little bit, but I'm still enjoying yeah. it. I mean, put, put it this way, you notice I didn't talk about Apex this week because I've not played it. I've, yeah, I noticed that actually. I was waiting for you to say it and I've played a little bit of Apex, but no. No, nah, no. Nah. I mean, to be fair, I played with a set group of friends and they've not played it, so that's why I've yeah. not played it. But, you know. I'm sort of the same as and I've got a couple of friends that I play with and if they're not playing, I'm not playing. Yeah, I think after Basically. the start, the start of the season was cool and getting to play um, Loba was fun, but yeah, it's kind of like, it, I'm not as engaged as I was in the last season, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like the last season, I got all the way to the level 100 battle pass and I got my rank all the way up to the highest rank before the reset. Yeah. And now I'm I'm nowhere near. Like, I don't think I've got any intention of getting that high again. Um, so, yeah, I've played that. I also started and pretty much finished Streets of Rage 4. Whoa. Uh, yeah, I know. Why? I know, Streets of Rage 4. Um, so that was on Game Pass. So I didn't pay for it, downloaded it. Me and my friend played through it a couple of nights, about, a couple of nights back. And we got to the last level, die right at the end, obviously, like you do. But it's so it's weird playing it because, like, I remember playing Street of Rage 1 on the Mega Drive. I got, like, a six-in-one game bundle on the Mega Drive, and Street of Rage 1 was on it. And I was like, this is, like, I remember all, all the music, like, brings back nostalgic, like, memories and stuff of it, even though it's all updated for, like, 2020 with yeah. all, like, 4K textures. Well, I think it's 4K textures and everything. But it was so fun playing it. Like, honestly, it, it was just so good. Like, the game's only, what, two hours long probably if that but it was just so much fun like playing a random like old-fashioned kind of game instead of playing like call of duty or fifa and things like that so i really enjoyed it actually um there was it was weird though because it played it played really well like all the all the buttons i remember all them really from the mega driver they were kind of the same but there was a lot of frame rate issues that i noticed which you wouldn't really expect Yeah. yeah so there's times where like you were jumping to try and kick someone and it was as if i was watching a slideshow of them do it and that wasn't just because it was online i don't think so because my friend didn't mention any issues so it couldn't i don't think it was lag um but yeah it was just a bit weird i don't know i might play it offline and see what happens but it was just a bit weird seeing frame rate issues on a game which probably isn't very intense or taxing i mean i don't know if it's got 4k textures for you then yeah I, i'd assume i'd assume it's 4k i don't actually know it might not be that is quite smoothly on my um gaming lab and well, if it you... runs smoothly on Laura's, it's your, it's you, Squiggy. It's me. It's 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 my underpowered Xbox. That's what it is. <laughs> don't don't get me started on that. <laughs> Xbox One S. It's super powered. Is it fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's slightly more powered. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. So I think we'll move straight on to our usual. Wait, whoa! First... Did, what? Hang on. Have you not been playing the big? I thought I swear one of you two have been playing the big one. Oh, The Last of Us Two. Yeah, you know that small thing. Yeah, yeah I, to be honest, I didn't. I didn't really want to talk about it because I'm not that far in. Oh, fair and enough. I, okay. Like, I'm literally what five or six hours into it, I think. Oh no ways! It was just so. I set that up at the start, and then it never oh, came I, up, and I was like, I, uh. I did wonder why you were like trying to say FIFA was the big one. I was like, oh, okay, someone's changed their tune. 
Yeah, no, I've I've played I've played about five or six hours. I think I've done like the first the first segment of the game. Okay. I mean, it's 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 so good, but I, I can't really talk about it too much because the spoilers and stuff in it. No, that's away. entirely fair. I was so, just like, I know you've been playing it, Squiggy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought I was either going to mention, it, I just sort of just not mention it at all. But now I'll be like, yeah, I've played about five or six hours. It's re- it's really good. Like I recommend it if you've played the first one. If you really like the first one, you'll really like this one. Um, it does everything from the first one that it did well. It does that really well again. And there's quite a new, a few new stealthy mechanics to the game, um, which like make it a lot. Like they're really good. They're really good as well. Like the way the Done. I was watching a um I was watching a review and the basic said it reminded them of playing Metal Gear Solid, obviously. Like how good the stealth mechanics kind of worked. Why am I not surprised you like it? I know. Well that's the thing. It was it was someone who really liked Metal Gear Solid and he was like, the stealth mechanics reminded me of playing Metal Gear Solid. And I was like, right, I'm gonna go and pre-order this now. And uh yeah, it reminds me of playing Metal Gear Solid. It's it's so like it's so intense. Like the game's really intense. That's why I haven't played too much of it, because I feel like sometimes I've got to have it a little break. It does sound like it's a very heavy experience from the people I know who've played it. Yeah, it's one of those games that you need time to be able to sit down and play it because obviously there's a lot of story to it that you don't want to sort of stop playing halfway through a major event or like major section. But it's also one of those games where after you've done the major section, you kind of need to have a break from it because it's just that intense. Like the last part I was playing was sort of a, a stealthy, like sneaking around part of it. And it was just so intense that literally once I finished that, I was like, right, I am done for the night playing that. Okay. And I needed a break. Yeah, but it's it's honestly so good. So after talking about The Last of Us, we'll move on to our usual segment, which is on this day. So this podcast is going live on July the 7th. It has gone live on July the 7th, ideally, if someone hasn't forgotten what I mean, if day of the if, week it is. If they're listening to this, it's live. So let's just assume. Yeah, this podcast, if you're listening to it after July the 7th, it went live on July the 7th, no matter what iTunes, Spotify, or Anchor try to tell you. It did Good go live boy. then. Thanks. So the first game that came out on July the 7th in 2015 was Rocket League. And I think oh. we've all played a lot of Rocket League. I have I mean, platinum trophies. It was PS Plus, wasn't it? Was, uh... I was already on Switch. Yes, it was launched. Whoa. It launched as a free game on PS Plus. Like on launch day, it was free, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have not played it as much as other people, mainly because I... You're bad at it. What? I was going to say, you're bad at it. No, no, I, okay, I'm, I'm not good at it, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I enjoyed it. I just, for whatever, never, whatever reason, was never in the Rocket League click group. Because you're bad at it. How would you know? You never played it with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were bad at it. Not only plays with good Look, people. Laura, no, just because no, no, I don't play FIFA doesn't mean I'm bad at car football. I mean, do, you, do you know what it is? Of... Right? I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I am quite good at FIFA. Laura will agree with that. Sure. I am awful at Rocket League. <laughs> He is terrible at Rocket League. I am terrible at Rocket League. I I played with Alex and Darren, who are quite good at it, because I frustrated with how bad you were. You never played with me! That's that's because I knew how bad you were before we played. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie, Slazer. I looked at your uh, pedigree of gaming here, and I was like, no. You're like, man, how's he good at racing games? I mean, he's amazing at Mario Kart. I mean, he cheats at Mario Kart. He cheats cheats at Mario Kart. (laughs) He, when he's on Forza, he has that one good race and it's all downhill from there. Um, I don't know any other races. When he's on Burnout Paradise, he keeps up with you with a broken controller. Great. Great. I, was gonna I don't know why I've gone so mad. This isn't the salt yeah. mine. That's, that's an entirely <laughs> different show. PGR3 was what I was thinking. PGR3? I didn't play PGR3, nor I played that PGR4. PGR4. <laughs> wow, I was like... Also, I made it to like the top three in that tournament we were all in. So, you know... I'm going to be honest. That does sound legit. I was better at PGR3. PGR4 really surprised. Um, I apologise, but Rocket League, what a game. Changed the industry. We all had fun. It was a great freebie. What a thing to do. Fun picking up esports. Yay! Woo! Rocket League. I think I got that right. Oh! Customised DLC. DLC for everyone. I mean, they, they milked that with the whole toppers, stickers, deco- decals? Are they called yeah. decals in the game? Decals. Um, and everything like that. Because they even did WWE ones that made me like, ooh, WWE, you see? And they got yeah. Rocket they League got was great fun. Was uh, another game that came <laughs> <Please>. out. <laughs> I it, just don't it play it no, these days. <laughs> yeah, that's why it was. I don't play it anyway. It was a fun game. Um, yeah, another game much. was Wheel of Katamari, which came out in Japan. Yes. Copyright claim. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Wheel of Katamari is probably my favorite one of the bunch because. I mean, it was the first one we got here in Europe. We didn't get the original. 
But uh, yeah, it's. I think it's got the most levels of a lot of them. It's got a lot of nice variety in front of its requests. If you've never played a Katamari Damacy game, uh, you essentially uh, you play as the principal Cosmos, who is a tiny little man who uh, rolls around this giant great sticky ball. And you start off, well, it might start off as a small sticky ball, like rolling up things like paper clips and all that, and then it gets a bit bigger, so you start rolling up chairs and dogs, and then it gets a bit bigger, so you start rolling up houses and people, and then it gets a bit bigger, so you start rolling up planets, you know, as you do. So, yeah, it's it's really good fun. It's The soundtrack has always been amazingly on point, so as long as you like Japanese music, it's oh, so good. Um, the main theme, which I sung earlier, is pretty iconic. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just got a really nice charm to it. It's fun. It can be frustratingly difficult because sometimes some of the size missions can be quite tricky if you don't really know how to quickly kind of get yourself from one size category to the other. You can easily waste a lot of time. And then some of the other requests like roll up a thousand swans or make it exactly two meters and we're going to hide the size. Stuff like that can drive you up the wall. But uh, it's great fun until you fail and the king of all cosmos scolds you by shooting giant laser beams at you or forcing you to run for your life or That's whatever. where that guy's username came from. You didn't know that. Nope. Carry on. No, no, I, yeah. Don't, don't uh, carry on. He doesn't deserve to know more about this beautiful game series. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's good fun. Um, there is... What's the most recent one? Oh, you can buy a remake of the original game on the Switch at the moment. So if you want to check it out, it's on the Switch and I think it's pretty cheap. How cheap is cheap? Uh, 16 quid, I think. Oof. I bought it at launch, so, you know. You, you sir, are not cheap. You are not cheap. You are not my cheap kind of cheap. Yeah, cheap. Anyway, well, moving along. Uh, another game that came out was Spider-Man 2 on the PS2. My first thought was this This was a good Spider-Man. Yes. Um, And I think, like you said, so it's probably the last actually good superhero game until the Arkham series Yeah, this was about. the OG good superhero game until Arkham Asylum. Not many years later. Superman 64. Uh, no. I mean, Superman 64 is hilarious, but you know, it's not good. And it also came out before Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I mean, this came out on the PS2. Superman um, 64 probably came out on the N64, I'm guessing yeah, by the name. Yeah, it did. I honestly feel yeah. Commodore 64, actually. <laughs> How would they... Well, I mean, it ran like... I'm not even going to make the joke. Oh. Anyway, Spider-Man 2. But yeah, I, I remember um, Well, when the latest Spider-Man came out on the PS4. Everyone yes. was like, I hope the web swing is like it was in Spider-Man 2. And to be honest, it was pretty close. But and I think Spider-Man was. 2 was like, yeah, it, it, it kind of was. But I think Spider-Man 2, because back then, you didn't care where he was pulling his webs from. Like, literally, there was, like, yeah, coming out of the cloud. Yeah, they to the ceiling yeah. in days. Yeah, so, like, obviously, in Spider-Man, on the PS4, they actually had to make it a bit more yeah, realistic. Yeah, you can't just in... magically swing across um, whatever Central Park's called. Central Park, probably. Central Park, yeah, that's what it's called. Central Park is called Central Park. <laughs> Yeah, so the obviously they changed that, but I remember playing Spider-Man 2. I, th- I can't remember if I actually got that around about launch when it came out, but I remember like getting really excited because it was a Spider-Man game, and I think I'd just seen the Spider-Man movies at the cinema because it was actually like a movie tie-in as well. Yeah, back in, when those existed. Yeah, um, but that was a lot of fun to play. Just even, even just swinging around New York, not actually doing the story because like, I have an obsession with New York, and I love it, and I'm going to blame Spider-Man 2 for that and also Metal Gear Solid 2, but we won't talk about that. I mean, hey, now I've just thought, now that Disney own Marvel, maybe maybe you'll get to swing around Disneyland one day in a Spider-Man game. In that, he's going to now be like Kingdom Hearts 4. Kingdom Hearts 4 and featuring Spider-Man. No, if they didn't do any of that crap in Kingdom Hearts 3, I know it's going to come now. Oh, yeah. I don't know. After Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3. So many possibilities. Yeah. I mean, yeah. given how it was received, I think they did. Which I mean, there was, there was a musical number from Frozen in Kingdom Hearts 3. Really and I mean, now you're getting a musical Kingdom Hearts, so... Yeah, what more can you want? Which will be story critical, like all Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I, I am the Switch. I've only played and finished one, and I really don't understand. Not one, like, not Kingdom Hearts one. Breath by Sleep. Dream, uh, drop, no. dream Drop Distance. Dream Drop Distance. Shit. Oh, I, th- I thought we were just shouting names of Kingdom Hearts games out of the way. No, Kingdom that's Hearts what one, I assumed Hearts it two. would genuinely be Breath by Sleep. It was, no, got it wrong. It's, one on, it's the one on one of the ones on DS that beat for like a tenner, and I bought like three of them. Oh, wait, so maybe, and then so maybe it's bloody. I don't even know how you three. say it. Three, no, three, no, three fifty eight over two. Yeah, is it from you fifty eight and a half? Is it? I, I think it's three five eight over two. I think that's what it's called. I don't know. I, I played it. The story made sense. 
And I just wanted to point out that this was not Spider-Man 2, but I like Spider-Man 2, that I vaguely remember the blurb, because that's why I was excited when Spider-Man PS related. <laughs> I just... It, it, okay, I'm going to be honest with my... I'm going to be honest, because normally I just lie. But, um... So, Spider-Man, never been my favourite super... Ever since a kid, didn't get it. Really don't get why people love Spider-Man. Might be because I don't like spiders. Logical. And also, I remember going to see a show somewhere, and Dr. Lizard come out, and I hid under the table because I was scared. Um, okay. So, I... The Lizard Man, he's, he's a doctor, he turns into Oh, a Green Goblin, right. Thank you. He was Dr. Lizard to me, because I'm going to be That's honest, I was, I was like four, he was a doctor, there was green smoke, suddenly he was a lizard, okay? Don't question! <laughs> green Goblin, is it? That's another one. But I don't yeah. know much about Spider-Man. Anyway, Lizard Doctor, correct me Spider-Man fans, at at lagging behind, behind lagging. That's oh, is this the one who turns into a T Rex? That's the one I thought. That's, <laughs> in, the, that's in the Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2, I think. Right. It's not important. This was a show. It was officially licensed, but it was, I don't think it was like reading the comics cover to cover for the kids, okay? I was yeah, just bear with me with this story. So I never really liked Spider-Man. However, I actually understood why everyone liked Spider-Man when I played Spider-Man 2. Because I was like, oh, this is fun. It's cool to be Spider-Man. And I still haven't watched the Tobey Maguire movie. I'm, saying. I'm just saying this is how good Spider-Man 2 was that I paid attention that Spider-Man did. And on that bombshell, let's move on to the last game. Listen, man! <laughs> that came out on this day. It was Metal Gear on the MSX, and that came out in Japan. So that was this was the game that started, obviously, my uh, favorite franchise. The specific one, the MSX version. Well, no, this no, this is the game that started the franchise. So that's what I'm saying. I've never played. Also, I've wait, never played so was, Metal which Gear. one was this? Metal. This is just Metal Gear. Metal so, Gear. So the yeah. top down weird ones. Yeah. So there was wait, Metal you've, Gear. You've never played Gear. this. No, I've never played them ones. Don't you They're have on... the Legacy Collection? I think I do somewhere. Wasn't it might it be in my that? storage container. It was. It was part of Metal Gear Solid Three Subsistence on the PS2. Uh, so it okay. might. It might be in the Legacy Collection as well. But I never really played them. I played. I did play Metal. It was Metal Gear Solid on the Game Boy Color, and I think that was a remake of Metal Gear on the MSX. But I'm not 100 percent sure. So I played that. But yeah, I've never really played this. There's not really much to talk about apart from it's Metal Gear. Obviously, it did very well. Because it got it a lot of games after that. Did it? Yes, it did. It did. But uh, that's that's pretty much all. It did. But that's all of the games um, that came out. Well, all the ones of note that came out on this day, July the seventh. Um, we'll now move on to segment two, which is the good, the bad, and the weird. And for that, we are going to Slezo. Here I am in the third segment, known as segment two. So we don't class what we've been playing as a segment. We class, that as, we class that. We class that as like guff. Start with a banter. It's just banter. Yeah, that's that's the banter bus. <laughs> oh dear. So good, bad, or weird. So for this episode, I am taking us all the way back to 2005 to a core Sony franchise back in those days that sold over 10 million units, uh, helping to appeal to the casual market. Uh, I am talking about Buzz. Oh, the, Buzz. Uh, Buzz, Buzz, which I really hope you both play, or this is going to be a lot harder work for me. Such um, a, just took me, took me right back to the controller right then, and then his little blonde head come into Martha. Oh, yeah. great yeah. choice. Oh, I, I, never, I never had it, but I played it quite a lot. Sweet, yeah. So, yeah, oh. I mean, yeah, that was this was kind of one of the uh, classic PS2 multiplayer games. Uh, if you've not played Buzz, as, as Laura's mentioned, you had like a little blonde head quiz show host, kind of like Chris Tarrant from Millionaire, I guess, kind of Okay, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Suave. He, like, he used hair gel. Good old Buzz. But, uh, yeah. Well, he had an electric so... shock. What? Well, he had an electric shock. Did he? Oh, right. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> that's, why it's called, that's why it's called Buzz. Whatever. Okay. So, basically, <laughs> this was a quiz game kind of franchise. So, the kind of main gimmick was instead of using your PlayStation controller, you uh, had with the game, you get a set of kind of four buzzers, which were plugged into a like, USB slot. And essentially it was just like red, green, blue, yellow um, buttons and then a big red buzzer on the top. And the quiz game rounds were fairly standard stuff, like just general knowledge, against the clock, pass the bomb, that kind of stuff. Uh, but it was just a ridiculously simple formula that really helped sell. There were 18 total games in the lifespan of Buzz, like 13 main ones and five junior ones for the kids, full of minigames and such. Uh, there were even a couple of third-party games, so it wasn't just Buzz that made the stuff. There was like a millionaire game and a Disney quiz game I as well. I was going to say, I'm sure there was a Disney one. 
Why did I know that you'd know that one? I didn't. I've never played. I've never played. I just remember seeing it. <laughs> you just know. You just went. I, I just know. know. <laughs> My Disney always, sense was tingling. I always thought they were in decades. I don't know why. I might be getting it. Uh, there might be. I mean, I've got a like, list of. I Buzz, can go through is, all the Buzz, Buzz games. Buzz, go on, then. Buzz, this so, is 80s or something? Uh, uh, maybe. No, looking at this list. Sorry. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, there were. So, it launched uh, in 2005, October, with Buzz the Music Quiz. Then, and that had like loads of licensed music in there. Then they realized afterwards, wait, not everyone likes music. So, then you just went Buzz the Big Quiz, which is more general knowledge based. And after that, you had sports, mega, Hollywood, schools, pop, quiz TV, master quiz, brain bender, brain of, dot, 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 quiz world, the ultimate music quiz, quiz player, and I won't say the juniors because I'm too... But I'll say them. Buzz Junior Jungle Party, Buzz Junior Robo Jam, Buzz Junior Monster Rumble, Buzz Junior Dino Den, and Buzz Junior Ace Racers. Thank you. Which but, uh... came out on the PS2, but not the PS3, even though it was the last one. Yeah, anyway, so I didn't even know they made it to the PS3, but there you go. Yeah, I, so I, I learned something as well. But uh, yeah, so the franchise only really lasted five years, actually. Like the last game came out in October 2010. But as I said, it sold over 10 million units in that time, which is pretty dang impressive for any kind of peripheral game. Uh, it won the 2000, so Buzz Big Quiz, the first Gemini Knowledge one, won the 2006 BAFTA for best casual and social game. And yeah, it's kind of. Like, it wasn't the first quiz game, but it was probably like one of the first kind of big casual style games that really helped sell the PS2. Like, Sony did this as part of an initiative alongside SingStar and the iToy. So, other kind of ways to get casual people involved in gaming outside of just. Sorry. Here's Metal Gear Solid 3. All game series is I owned. Yeah, well, that's the point. No, that's the point. This had like mass market appeal in the way that, say, Metal Gear Solid for it. I don't know why I'm singling that out. Yeah, don't single like, out Metal Gear Solid. Like, so in the way that, say, maybe you might not be interested in Gears a Jack War. or a Ratchet, Gears of War wasn't on PS2. <laughs> no. Crash Bandicoot, right? Oh, Crash Bandicoot was... Oh, no, it was graphical Cortex. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So in the way that, like, more core franchises probably maybe not have appealed to people, like, these are probably people who maybe picked up the PS2 just because they wanted a cheap DVD player, for example. Yeah, kind of had their time. Really? Yeah. So yeah, this was kind of a really smart, like casual drive by Sony, kind of get this kind of game in. And obviously, it's continued on nowadays. You have stuff like Trivial Pursuits of exists. Monopoly. Uh, I mean, seen, seen, it, seen it as well. Yes, as the Xbox 360 did seen it. Um, so yeah, yeah, you had seen it. Jackbox has a few different types of quiz games like um, Fibbage in it, uh, and the developers themselves made It's Quiz Time, which if you've ever seen like the weirdly digital quiz with like the Disney princess-style avatar, that's those guys, that's what they did next. But yeah, so there's been like a big boom in the quiz genre, but obviously none of them have the crazy peripherals that uh, Buzz did. So kind of that's why I, I wanted to really highlight Buzz, because it's like this five, weird five-year window, and it was mainly, I think it was developed in Britain and all of that as well. I certainly know the first game only came out in Europe, as opposed to around the world but yeah i really wanted to highlight it because you just don't see that in gaming nowadays like we well, don't see a lot of peripheral stuff to begin with but let alone like this weird kind of game where you have to have like quiz buzzers and then obviously everyone has to huddle around with their quiz buzzers so i pitched to you kids did like did you have fun playing buzz and now you look back on it good bad or weird great fun i remember doing a gse exam then coming home and doing obviously as we just said kind of like a buzz thing but i also played buzz. um now it's confusing me it's like why haven't they done these um, they're cheap they were lit and it would make a heck of a lot easier for quiz games and stuff like that even jackbox if you had a so i think the reason that they kind of went away from that is well i mean jackbox is the most obvious one now that they everyone has their phone, phone you can yeah. just use the phone as a controller i get that but it would there's some games and i still think it would be fun to have like okay i'm gonna say this this might just be me and it might be me showing my age but i have parents who don't have smartphones and i would say on the flip that there's a lot of of some parents still, I know there is like a controversial, that they don't want certain kids of a certain age who have smartphones yet. So doesn't it cancel out that market? Would it be fun to all have the same sort of fun, colourful controller so it's kind of... No, I, I completely agree, I thought. It's the same fun. way if my... I mean, less so now, that, um, mainly because I'm not with... But um, if my, my nan would come down, she'd want to join in and you want the Sims controller possible. Um, yes, this was... I could I... get my mother and my grand to play this, and yeah, and even getting like, like younger kids in as well who don't have smartphones. Yeah. Like, press the red button if you think you know the answer, and then select which one it is, and it's all like color coded and everything. So that in theory, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I can't really I, go wrong. 
I just don't understand why this went away. Like, that's what when you were talking about it, I was like, it's not the fact that I miss it and enjoy it. It's more the fact that I just think, oh, <laughs> it feels like there's a gap in the market right now. Yeah, I think it's one of those games as well. Like you show the mascot of Buzz to pretty much anyone who played games back then, and they'll they'll know who it is straight away. He actually reminds me of, and I can't think of celebrity wise. I think it's the Chris con- no, there's a comedian that looks like well, Chris Tarrant. Leave Chris Tarrant out. There's a comedian, and I'll come back next week with his name because I'm gonna have to do extensive. You'll be by yourself next week. Rob Becker. The week after, not it's no one. It's not one really well known. Oh, just fine. Just anyway, good Buzz look. is cool. Good luck. But yeah, I think Buzz was one of them. It was like we say, good, bad, and weird. It was like good and weird at the same time. Like yes. it was weird because no one had really seen these kind of controllers for like a games console before. Yeah, but it like, was good in the way that it did was... exist, but like certainly nothing like this. Like up until now, it had been like, oh, I'm gonna like play with a steering wheel or a light gun. Yeah, it was stuff that made sense for games, like a wheel for driving, a yeah. gun for shooting, sort of thing. But this was like, this is a buzzer for playing a quiz game, and you've got a control of buttons on it. But when you actually think about it, the buzzer is so much easier than pressing, obviously, like say like the the start button or something to give to yeah. buzz in, and then you've got the four face buttons to give your answer, sort of thing. It's yeah. a lot easier to have a buzzer with a big red button, which is like press B. Yeah, and then it's very, it's very intuitive. Like, I mean, like the first thing we use for good battle weird the Wii. It's it helps when it's a really easy kind of sell and really intuitive. So, like for the Wii, it's like you want to bowl, just bowl. Whereas for this one, it's like, have you ever watched the quiz show? You can probably put together what the buttons do. Yeah. So this actually this reminds me a lot of um, when I went to Disney when Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was like really popular. So they had like a who wants to be a millionaire play it kind of game. Yeah. And you sat in the audience and you had you had the buzzers in front of you. And it was literally the same like four, the same way they were with yeah. like the four lines so you knew which one was which. And it was actually like, I was, I was like, oh, this reminds me of something. And obviously it was from Buzz. And it was things like that. Because I think back then, like who wants to be a millionaire was probably one of the biggest TV shows probably around well, about that time. When it started, it was the biggest one. Are we talking yeah. UK or America? Because America, it was massive for a while. It was actually in the top 10. Oh, it was 10 big in the UK as well. Wasn't yeah, it? but yeah. I mean, the, uh, America. <laughs> America it was, uh, no, but in terms of like, I think it's like, it was like, tw- we're talking 20 million a week watching America. Not because, you know, big yeah. you know what I mean? It was a cultural well, phenomenon when it was. Yes, yeah. that's what we're, it's kind of how Survivor was a cultural phenomenon in America. But you, yes. Yeah. Not the yeah, point. But they can make a game out of they can make something that would appeal to like people who watch that, like a game to play, instead of sort of just doing like who wants to be in a trivia on like I don't even know how you would do trivia back then. The internet, but the internet was slow. Board okay. games, like this, was more interactive and it was more fun. Uh, trivial to play with families, the most. Yeah, I... but this was like more fun to play with families, like gather around the TV on a Saturday night or something and play. This yeah. is really bugging me now because like we're saying what thing now in my head I'm thinking, do you remember one versus one hundred on Xbox Live? Yes. Oh, that Laura, was... that was going to be another one one day down the oh, line. Sorry, no, sorry. No, 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 that's, no, that's fine. It. no, but I'm just saying in my head, you just I'm yes. just taking the game like that. Imagine that with the controller button question thing. Much easier. Yeah, like just, quiz just me? stand like well made quiz games have always gone over surprisingly well, like Buzz, like some Jackbox stuff, like one V one hundred. So it's weird that there isn't more of that in the industry. I'm just controller right i'm not even like i don't even want more quiz games particularly but i'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> no to them i'm just saying if you're gonna do one make me feel special make me feel like this is like a, something different it's an experience yeah. that's what it is it makes it an experience that's what yes. i'm looking for and i mean this in the nicest way i like my smartphone i'm fat i've done a lot of smartphone games erica um hidden agenda um yeah. <laughs> jackbox thank you i was like that quiz one that you keep saying um and it's great and i feel really cool on my smartphone but i also kind of don't want to be on my smartphone any more than i already am i also <laughs> That's I, I also like with jackbox you've got to have that screen open and i mean this in the nicest way if i want to text someone to come, text someone to come on jackbox or whatsapp i have to close it and then i get disconnected and time i'm just like a separate thing it's all good people and i know it's like oh but then i don't want an extra plastic bit they're tiny i'm not asking the rock band stuff to come back i don't know why well, i'm making a desperate well, appeal wait till next week when i uh, she's giving away all the segments for the i know future. i know let's just talk about every single peripheral the possible no, i don't want no, that no, what about no, I no, but I, i'm just saying Stop. Stop. I'm, I'm just saying i want my quiz controller back and i'm making yeah. a plea slazer has awoken i miss, this I miss dance mass Oh my god, Mario mix Matt. Sorry, now you've done it to me. God damn it. Anyway, just give me what I want, and that is a new quiz controller. Thank you. Slazer has awoken this beast. Yeah, so I think good. like 
was it the three? It was the three sixty that had seen it, wasn't it? Yeah, because and I uh, think that was the closest yeah. one had to uh, like a quiz a game like that. Yeah. yeah, I love the fact that like stuff like seen it. Because obviously you play, I played it a lot with my family and I played it with friends who come around. Like I said, it was after my GCSE, so I can literally... I was like, finish up GCSE, did I play senior? That was... A, um, I remember I learned some quotes from films that I've never seen. Like, I only watched Princess Bride last year. And I remember getting all the questions right on the Princess Bride on seeing it because I wanted... And, it kept, I was, and then I like smashing the button. Yeah, I think when that came out, a lot of people were like, oh, Xbox is getting in on the... Like on casual the buzz market. market, yeah, the buzz like casual market from the PS2, but then nothing really came of it. I think there was one more game after the original. Yeah, I think I had two, and that was it. But it was exactly the same as buying the DVD version of the game. It was actually, I what? will say, it runs smoother. Nice DVD, yeah, yeah. I had I had seen it DVD normal had the friends one, but you always had that like skip to it. I don't know what it. Sometimes it like skippy. <laughs> My DVD player did not run smooth, um, but. Compared to like an Xbox One, that was much smoother, felt like an experience. I wasn't feeling like, oh, I'm very aware I'm watching a DVD that's a game that's skipping back and forth with menu buttons. You know that weird like loading delay that DVDs had? I feel really old. Now, yeah, like it, it took a while to get to the actual point of the game that you wanted. Yeah. But it, sometimes if you answered it, obviously you've got to wait. If you answer the question straight away, you've got to like wait little... for the timer to go down because the DVD yeah. isn't, isn't smart enough. And it was just like the little circle timer at the end to be like, hang yeah. on, we're just checking. Hang on, which scene yeah. do we play? Scene 17 of 72, now playing. Yeah, because we, oh. we played the scene at Harry Potter with my friends. Um, mm. It was obviously on DVD and we're playing in teams. But there's one, there's like a fastest finger first. But how do you do fastest finger first when everyone shouts out? And obviously people shout out at the same time. And they're like, no, I said it first. I started my sentence before you started your sentence. Because we're then very competitive. You know, <laughs> there's never a round two. Fisty cuffs have broken out. Yeah. Infinity. Infinity plus one. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's like, well, I started speaking before you. And then, like, obviously the person on their team is backing them up. And it's just like, no, <laughs> I miss buttons. Give me a button to press. Or wave your hand in the air. But then I'll be like, my hand went up first. So at least if you had a button. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've gone down like a rabbit hole there. But buttons were good. Games I've worked memories in both of you. Yeah. But no, like. I never owned Buzz, oh. but my friend used to own Buzz, and we used to play it quite You've a lot. You've played it, though. So yeah. that's the thing. Right, yeah. yeah, which is why when seeing it came out, I was, I was excited, because obviously I played Buzz, so I knew what to expect sort of thing. Um, but yeah, definitely definitely good and weird. I don't think there's any bad about it, apart from the fact that it's still not going at the minute. I think that's the only bad thing. Yeah, it's a surprising shame that it only lasted a couple of years, but yeah, it was it was brilliant while it lasted, and yeah. we've got a bunch of games out of it. Yeah, and five years, 10 million sales is pretty good going. Yeah, I'm not going to sniff at that. <laughs> no, I think how Sony do... would have taken that at the start. I ain't going to lie. Sell... How to sell me the PS5? I'm, I'm putting... <laughs> putting my flag down. <laughs> the PS5 is £600, oh. but it comes with some buzz buzzers. Yeah. <gasps> oh, could you could you imagine my face of realisation that this is like a recorded podcast and so there's proof and me having to pay it and it's got buzz on it? <laughs> I'll buy 10 <laughs> buzzers, that is. <laughs> not PS5 buzzers. <laughs> I'll go bankrupt. Hello, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, Buzz is amazing. Thank you for reminding me of it. Says I'm pumped. Speaking of pumped, our last segment is Revisitation Station, and it's over to Laura for her to revisit one of her favorite games of all time. Okay, it's not one of my favorite games of all time. That is a lie. However, well, you're on, you're on your own because you're the one that's played it. It did link to the word pump because it's pump filled superstars. That's right. I'm revisiting. I really regret saying that. WWE All Stars. I can't do them. Um, basically, because if you didn't live in under a rock, the WWE 2K series has taken a nosedive to the point where they've had to be like, not this year. No, 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 no. I want this in fairness. Nosedive implies it was good and then There was WWE 2K 14 or 13. There was one of them. One of them was smooth as a baby oil that Randy Orton applied. Do you remember this? I'm not going to argue. Okay. Yeah. I I take back my statement. It has Randy Orton on the cover. So smooth as baby or something. Anyway, it's completely no dive now. And the last one was unbreakable. To, um, breakable was broken. It was not unbreakable. It was the opposite. It was broken. Anyway, so this year they announced they were doing WWE Battlegrounds, which is an arcade over-the-top style. There was a crocodile eating John Cena in a trailer. Best way to sum up the crazy action. And I think Charlotte was firing fire at Becky Lynch. And Becky was also on fire. It's arcade-style fun, guys, with oversized wrestlers. So, of course, this made me think, Wow, this doesn't seem like a new idea. Seems like WWE All-Stars is back. That great game that we all remember from the uh, PS3 and Xbox 60 era was also on the PS2, Wii, 3DS and PSP, apparently. And if you played it on the PSP, my God, that must have been great. Anyway, sorry. Um, 
Yeah, so you two didn't really play this, so I'm going to um, no. put this in casual terms for you. You've played a normal WWE game, right? Yes. Regrettably. And they always they always go for realism. But as I say realism, I mean they want it to They look say like... they've gone for realism. Okay. It's the aim of the game and they want you to yeah. look like you're watching an episode of Raw that you're playing. Well really? Well, I think that's what they're going that's, for. That's what I they mean... try and pitch it as for you. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, this arcade style was actually fun. Over the top animations, I'm talking a weird mix of roster so you had everyone like uh, John Cena did an attitude adjustment basically leapt him up in the air and flipped someone so basically if he did it in real life he'd be you know arrested for murder and also have the ability to fly um it was just was entirely every... believable for John Cena I mean that's if you can see him. <laughs> I think Triple H had a pedigree that was shockwaves so it was like electrocution <laughs> Like, I'm trying to describe this as best I can. Basically, they made they took all the realistic stuff and turned it up by a hundred, and it was a really fun, colourful game. And you got a really um. This is the first time you're gonna probably when you know when you watch WWE Raw and they do it now to advertise the no. current UK games. Okay, remember when you used to watch WWE Raw <laughs> yes. and they like to advertise games by saying <laughs> fantasy matchups. So yes. imagine if Big E could take on. Hulk Hogan. They've, I don't think they've ever used Big E as an advertising They have. They, have they, they dragged him onto the bump. To, the only reason. Oh, okay. Ooh. Also, shout out to Big E, best man on podcast. Um, but Sorry, they Xavier. They basically had an all-star roster, hence the name of the game, which saw you have uh, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Stone Cold. I think Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man, was on it because he was like very cartoonized. Um, go up against some of your current favourites at that time, which were your Randy Orton's, your John Cena's, Triple H's and Kane. So you actually got to do some fantasy warfare, which I always thought was nice. I mean, you also could end up um, unlocking people like Jack Swagger and The Miz, which is even a bit weird, because, you know, that dream match I wanted, Bret Hart v Jack Swagger, which I say sarcastically, but probably <laughs> would have been okay. I like the dead silence. But there was only three modes. Like, there was a little championship mode, you know, you have to work your way up the path of champion gauntlet matches, which is just fun arcade style, you know. That's basically what arcade fighters are, gauntlets, right? Makes so, sense in the more the context of yeah. an arcade game. Yeah, yeah so yeah. there's that. And then you'd have the one-off exhibition mats where you could practice. But even though it wasn't that... I was also create a wrestler, but I never really created a wrestler because you know, I, I saw it in my real wrestlers. I'm not very good at that stuff. I mean, you two may have loved it for that. You could have created Geordie Squires and he could have been 10 feet tall and... Why would, it be, why would I be 10 feet tall? I don't know. I don't All know. I would be doing would be going, how can I create CM Punk? There we go. Done. I mean, but... Actually, no, he'd have been in it this time, so yeah. Um, I don't actually know if he was, actually. He, might have, missed, he might have missed out to the Miz. I can't really remember him in it, so I don't know if he was, though. I mean, he could have been DLC. There was a lot of... There was a bit... Do you see it? Anyway, this was the like, funnest game. WWE finally realised that instead of being like, oh, they just want to watch what they want on TV, but in game form, they gave you something over-the-top fun and actually captured the essence of what an arcade game should be. Also, if that wasn't enough for you for me to be excited about revisiting this they also you remember mad cats everyone mad cats who like to do some licensed products yes yes they Thank did you. Mad cats. They, they did the greatest um arcade pad the brawl pad if you will to the point where loads of people tried to buy it to use it on other arcade games because it had like all the faces of superstar on but it was like properly laid out square big chunky but like you know nice room for your hand you know you got big hands squiggy that sounds like dig but wait so it was an actual fight stick like a professional fight yeah stick. yeah yeah I, I mean it's square with a little joystick and several six and eight buttons and then you could get your own custom controller like skin and stuff where you know it's all spread out to be you know easier to do all the fight combos and stuff you got the rock and triple h there i remember this one actually yeah, basically, the brawl pad actually became more popular than the game at one point, I swear, because everyone always used to say it mentioned. But I'm just, I just wanted to revisit it, just not to slam on the, you know, the fact Battlegrounds isn't a new idea, but to the point that, do you remember when wrestling games were fun and just pure, innocent at heart? They, actually, no, I didn't live through that era of wrestling, so no, I missed out on the fun N64 days. Oh, well, this WCW was quite... Mayhem. That was fun. Okay, I was <laughs> That's all I've got. I like. I mean, I was a big No Mercy person. I also like the Attitude Game, and I like WrestleMania 2000. You know what? I really like WCW N64 games as well. Like, you, oh no! Like anyway, WCW this, Mayhem. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There was the other one You're as welcome. well. I can't even think what was in your house. Was it in your house? No, was that WWE? WWE in your oh, house? I can't remember. So, anyway, what I'm saying, this was a nice throwback to the fact that it was arcadey. It was fun, and instead of just being bland, boring, and in an era of wrestling that followed words that were synonymous with the product, what up? Um, it was was a nice like, hey, you know what? I will say this: if you didn't like WWE but you liked fighting games, you probably could have played this and enjoyed it. That was the best thing about it. So, 
I actually think I remember playing the demo of this on the 360. Oh no! No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Oh okay. I just it was... I just didn't. I just didn't want to pay for. It. I remember you playing it quite a lot. From what I remember, when we played 360, but it was one of those games like I'm not really a big fan of fighting games. Yeah. And I wasn't a huge fan of wrestling games around that time, so it was like, yeah, why I would I buy? What, I played it a lot, but I didn't really make the most of it. Yeah. Because understand this but i do think i honestly never understood why they didn't really build on this brand because it actually reviewed quite well which is quite i think yeah i think it's, I'm, a, I'm gonna assume it's one of the highest wrestling games in the like recent past modern era yeah in the modern era yeah i mean i think it is but i also think i don't understand why that creativity wasn't you know put on because obviously wrestling games started off very arcade and I mean, I think there's an old, 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 old one. I can't even think the name of it. It could just be WrestleMania, where it's basically Sergeant sort of like has like guns for arms. Like it's very like <laughs> okay, like it was like a big deal at the time. I don't understand why they got obsessed with realism. So I just wanted to revisit this before I, you know, end up buying Battlegrounds, realizing. That... Yeah, I'll be waiting for your review of uh, Battleground. Will you? Yeah. you might be but no, it was, but also yeah, also I was like, it was one of those games where. It was over the top fun. I remember playing the demo, and I think I, I think it was Hulk Hogan against John Cena. Actually, was the demo. I think that's one of the things. Like I said, one of the biggest things with it was the whole fantasy matchups. Yeah, if only they did John Cena against the Rocker I mean... once in a lifetime. But yeah, it was. I think it was one of those. It was probably well, the last wrestling game I played. I think was two K sixteen, possibly. Yeah, but... no, that's that's what I mean. Like I've never. I, th- I think I played WWE twelve. I didn't play thirteen. And then I think I had 2K14, 15, and 16 because I got them all cheap in sales. And to be honest, they were rubbish. Like, they went too serious. It's a bit like, because um, obviously the 2K series is known for the basketball games. And those basketball games are very serious. They're not for casual basketball fans at all. Like, oh. knowing where to position your player, what button to press to, like, reach in and grab the ball. I've and never I found felt the two... so praised. I played the 2K basketball games. Yeah, but you're hopeless at them. I'm good at them. I've got better. Yeah. Oh, well. But the... Okay. Um, but the 2K wrestling games were a bit like that. It wasn't just like back in the day, you pressed like X and square, you did a suplex, X and circle, you did a DDT. It was yeah. if you wiggle the stick this way and then back that way, you can change your grapple to this. And then if you're in this grapple, if you do this, you can do that and so on and so on. They put chain wrestling in basically where you target like that. Yeah. It's great, but the control system doesn't really make it the most comfortable thing. To- yeah, it's very like clunky, I think, to do. But with this game, it was like over the top and just, it button didn't matter. Smashing. Yeah. You, you might not know the combos, but button smashing. Yeah, you could pick someone up from a suplex when they were like not even facing you because it didn't matter because of what kind of game it was and you didn't really care. John Cena could fly, so... Well, yeah, that's the thing. If you, John Cena can fly, you don't care that you can suplex someone when you're not facing them. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, was... I kind of get that. That's kind of a nice way to put it. It's also kind of a nice way that if you're a younger WWE fan that this might be more for you, especially with the colourfulness. You might not get the you might not recognise your older um care for these fantasy matchups, but it's kind of a more of an entry level thing, you know, the other game. Yeah, I think it's I think it'll be a game for like casual fans to get involved as well, or like older fans who don't care as much about like, oh we want all the all the roster would want like all the latest like champions in the right place and everything like that. I mean they so, never yeah. are but well, you know what I mean, but you can change them. <laughs> I do, but you don't I really... do. They go, it's the same way where it's kind of, I can't believe I'm going to slag off. But the whole, it looks good on paper, all the teams, the player scans and stuff. WWE has never let me down really in that sense, barring the last one. I, I mean, that's great. It all looks good. And I, I can see that's Becky Lynch. And oh, it's so cool. They've got her attire right. But I want to have fun playing. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather it was like John, John, like Johnny C. We'll call him Johnny C <laughs> instead of John Cena. But as long as it, like, it plays better, I couldn't really care. Instead of it being, it's actual John Cena. He comes down with his music. He does his like, typical you, you, everything. You'd rather Pez, not FIFA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pretty Pez, much, yeah. Pez has gone over you to the dark side. You haven't played Pez for a while. Good. <laughs> but yeah, I it's mean, like... I looked up WWE, and apparently I've not played them since 2012. So uh, back when it was like... called WWE 12, wasn't it? Yeah. 2K12. Yeah. So. I don't know why I did it in the 2K. It wasn't even 2K that made them. I'm crediting them with stuff too. I think it's 2K. I do think it's 2K14. It might be 2K15. 2K14. Yeah. Because I remember they started off really bright and I was like, wow, I'm really. This is going to be great. Because I know you said about the NBA series. Like, I love WWE All Stars, hence why we're talking about it. I love the fun. I love the variety and the alternative. But I will say. I like the NBA 2K game, but the problem is they haven't been able to transform, transfer the model over to WWE games. The story's always doesn't come across great in WWE. With the you must have from the latest one where you're in high school and you're like, oh, get him! His dream is to be a superstar. Beat him up! What? Beat him up! Have you not? 
I have no idea what you're talking about. The stories have never been good. Like I remember no, one they've got where one. I had to knock out two I had to knock out like Vladimir Kozlov backstage and knockouts take about twenty years. So I was like, why? And he has a hard head. He was a tough dude. <laughs> no, but um no, um WWE storylines used to be a bit silly even in the main line games. I mean I think there was one, you know, like a some diva would screw you over, being careful with my words here. And um, <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair in some of them. Don't go into that. But there'd be some weird one like, you know, your Eddie. I think that was the one where Eddie Guerrero and he steals the Undertaker's urn. Oh, he's in the Undertaker's urn. He pops up in the urn, in the coffin and pops up in the urn. Jesus. He's not a genius. There's some really weird storylines. But the latest ones are like weird for the wrong. So, for example, yeah. it's like, oh, I, I'm in high school and my dream is to be a WWE superstar. And everyone's like, oh, you so crazy. Let's. Beat him up, beat him up. Break, sorry, I went into Mark Henry, but you get my point. They're like, um, but yeah, I, I just all start. Let you can get away with going all off the chain, and I like it. And I'm kind of glad we're doing it. And that's all I have to say on it. And I'm glad I got to revisit it and look up those beautiful pictures. I wish we had pictures in this podcast so I could show you the brawl pad and show you how beautiful. I might have to turn this goes live. You do that. Commit. You advertise this. You you plug it. You plug it. WWE. But yeah, I think yeah, it's <laughs> one of those games. Dollar that... country needs my help billion dollar even. yeah it's one of those it's one of those games that i think all of like i think they've done some of the casual games since then like is it super the super card immortals and battleground no battleground the, mo- the mobile probably. games yeah. yeah where they've been a lot more casual and i think they've actually been a lot more liked than the main i think the main game uses similar graphical style to all stars yeah at least one i've seen them in adverts yeah. yeah that's what i was thinking as well so obviously they've become probably more popular than the actual mainstream games so I think that was a I think that was a good game to look back on. Unless you hate wrestling completely, then it's probably a really bad uh, game for you to listen to. But thanks for Stars. sticking by. If you like if you like fighting games, it, like it would appeal. If I mean, I wouldn't recommend playing W two K series if you don't like going on. I've got the wrong channel. But yes, um, so I think we'll wrap that one up there, and we'll also wrap up this seventh episode of the Lagging Behind podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to us on all of the podcasting services, Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. I shouldn't have said all of them, then listed them like that. Uh, and follow us on our socials. I'm at Jordy Squires on Twitter. Laura is at... Don't follow me. Laura is at Laura Law. And Slazo is at... Trash Manga Cast, the Hope New Podcast. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> a minute! <laughs> oh, that was, that was subtle. I, I think I got away with that one. I'm at Slazo King, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G. Thank you. And on that, we will see you all next week. In two weeks, actually. Goodbye. (laughs) I love how 